R.C. Blakes here, and I am excited, as always, to be able to share a few minutes with you just my thoughts about uh, a subject matter that uh, I think resonates with people around the world. Everybody wants to know about soulmates. Everybody wants to know, am I with my soulmate? When will my soulmate show up? And um, I have some thoughts on the subject. I want to um, just share with you tonight. I want to talk about, you know, attracting your soulmate, attracting your soulmate, because your soulmate is not a person that you will have to run down and tackle. Um, Your soulmate is not a person that... um, is trying to elude you, but your soulmate is a person that is of such importance in your life and is um, of such high quality that you will have to attract them. Your soulmate is not out here advertising. Your soulmate is not a person that's um, uh, trying to impress you. Uh, necessarily, your soulmate is authentic and genuine. Um, now, when you start talking about just the whole term soul, you know, you have to understand what you're talking about to to get somewhat of a, a working definition of what a soulmate might look like. You, you, you have to get some understanding of what the term soul Uh, actually means. And in the Greek, it's the term suke, which speaks of um, the mind, the will, and the emotions of a person. 
So when you start talking about a soulmate, you're talking about a person, a man or a woman that is uh, of the same mind. You guys are on the same frequency. Your conversations are amazing because you never, you know, you rarely, should I say, meet a person that um, really has the same kind of thoughts as you. And so you go on and on and on in terms of conversation because you're so connected in terms of your mind. This person literally makes love to your mind. You are as attracted to this individual because of their mentality. Uh, in fact, you're more attracted to them because of their mentality than you were to all of the other people because of their physicality. Um, the will, you know, you, you speaks of, you know, you make certain choices, you, you, you make certain decisions, you decide to go in certain directions and you discover that this person has the same kind of not only mind, but also has the same kind of um, initiative, has the same kind of will, wants to do the same kinds of things. You all are, you know, in fact, about it, even if even if they are not necessarily prone to go in a specific direction as you, they're so excited about your journey that uh, they set their will in agreement with yours to support you. And then emotion, you know, the mind, the will, the soul speaks of the mind, the will and the emotion. Uh, this person gets you. This person gets you. This is not a person that's um, great for you financially, but does not understand you emotionally and ends up uh, breaking your heart every week because they just don't get you. It's not some people break your heart and they don't do it intentionally. They just they just don't get you. But your soulmate is a person that uh, will connect with you in terms of your emotion, your mind, your will and your emotion. And there will be um, an emotional connection. I think that um, I think the, the, the greatest example of soulmates we might find would be Adam and Eve. Yes, the you know, if you go to the book of Genesis in the Bible, the first couple that God brought together was Adam and Eve. And, and I think they model uh, a soulmate relationship um, perfectly for, for a few reasons. Uh, letter A, under this thought in my introduction, when Adam meets Eve, Eve was stark naked. And Adam, there's no indication that Adam even uh, paid attention to her body. He, he started addressing her mind. He, he said to her, you know, you were taken out of me. And because of this, um, you're bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He started telling her who she was and he started empowering her with his words and with his acceptance. Um, he also respected her abilities when when he's when he called her woman, meaning the female version of man. It was Adam saying to Eve, uh, you are my equivalent with a womb, womb, man, woman. Um, God brought them together. Yeah. 
God, God actually brought them together. Uh, letter D, neither of them, there's no indication that either of them felt a need for the other. It was God that said, after Adam's development to a certain point, it was God that said, okay, it's not good for, for this brother to be alone. I will make him and help me. But you have to also un- take into consideration that this was after Adam had a firm relationship with God. This was after Adam had a firm relationship with himself. This was after Adam knew his purpose. Uh, Adam was in pursuit of his purpose. He was preoccupied with his uh, with his purpose. Uh, and Adam was perfectly seemingly he was perfectly comfortable and fulfilled in his relationship with God and what God put him on the planet to do. And it was God that said, it's not good for him to be alone. I'm going, I'm going to make him and help meet. But Eve was not created out of Adam's desperation or they were not brought together because Eve was desperate to be married. You see, it was God that said, now is the time. And, uh, I have two whole individuals here, so now let me bring them together. So let's look at um, let's look at let's look at a few things that I want to address tonight relative to uh, how I believe you you may attract your soulmate, um, and I have mine. Number one, number one, if you're going to if you're going to generate an energy that would attract your soulmate. Number one, I believe it has to start with evaluating your present attractions. Evaluating your present attractions because your soulmate, you know, I I know a lot of people are not going to want to hear this, but your soulmate is not necessarily going to be the sexiest person that you, you, you've ever met. Your soulmate is not going to necessarily be the, the wealthiest guy that um, you've ever met. Your soulmate is not going to be the finest woman necessarily that you've ever met. You're going to have to eliminate the confusion between what your flesh desires or what your flesh is attracted to versus what your spirit man is calling for. The best way to attract the soulmate is by way of the spirit and never the fleshly appetites. It's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, uh, to connect, to develop the energy to attract your soulmate, watch this, when your heart is still programmed for soul ties. You see, your, your soulmate is that individual that gets you uh, mentally, that individual that aligns with your desires in life, that individual that um, ministers to you emotionally, knows how to build you up from the inside out. A soul tie, rather, is a relationship that is developed in the flesh that deteriorates you, that 
subjugates you, makes you smaller. Soul mates make you larger. Soul ties make you smaller. Soul tie relationships usher demonic presence into your uh, life while soul mates invite the the presence of God into our lives. It's going to be it's going to be impossible to attract a soul mate when you're still programmed for soul ties. So you're going to have to seriously evaluate your attractions. You're going to have to seriously evaluate your your attractions. It's like, you know, it, it's if you've not evaluated your attractions and you're still you're still programmed, you know, you're still set on uh, soul tie attractions and you're yet saying with your mouth, I desire my soul mate. It'll never happen. It's kind of like, you know, a person that uh, desires a six pack knows that it's possible, knows that it's the will of God for them to be in great shape and health. Uh, you know, no, this person knows this, this person declares this, I, I'm, I'm going to have a six pack. I'm going to be a healthy weight. And yet at the same time, their mind is still programmed for, for, for fried chicken and French fries. Until you evaluate what you're attracted to, you will never get what you deserve. And so I think we have to start there, you know, because so many people want to throw everything on God. When is God going to bring my soul, mate? When the reality is when we really get into a deep conversation with you, Relative to what you're attracted to, we discover that you are the source of your own pain. You are attracted to everything you're getting. Wow. Listen to what the Bible says in Second Timothy three, six and seven says for 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 of this sort are they which creep into houses. And lead captive silly women. Listen to what it says, laden with sins, led away with watch this divers lust, many kinds of lust ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You've watched all of my videos. You've watched all of uh, who else? Tony Gaskins videos. You've watched all of these people that are building you up and teaching you how to function, you know, uh, as, as, as a queen or as a king. And yet with all of this learning you're getting, you're still never able to change your life. It's because you still have the same lustful desires that you have not addressed. You still have childish attractions, you know, full of lust and full of what the world says you should desire. You know, your your attractions are driven by pride and ego. And when you when you when you maintain when you maintain childish attractions, you will always listen to this very carefully. You will always preoccupy your life with the wrong people. As long as you keep choosing a man based on how much money he makes. As long as you keep choosing a man based on how tall he is. As long as you keep choosing a man based on his looks and you rating him from 
one to 10 or what. As long as you keep doing that, you keep making these decisions in your flesh like a child without wisdom. You're going to always get what the what the flesh provides. Misery, pain, shame, guilt. So before we get started in this conversation about soulmates, let's, you know, let's start with you evaluating what you're attracted to, because it may very well not be a soulmate. You may you may continue to pile up on your soul tie account because that's just simply who and what you're attracted to. Number two. If you're going to develop the energy to attract a soulmate into your life, um, try to think of a nice way of saying this. This is as nice as I can put it. You have to become what you desire. See, you have all of these fantastical ideas about what your soulmate looks like, is like, the qualities he or she has. Uh, the accomplishments they have. But when we get through talking about all of this stuff that you you're praying for God to send you in a man, what does your profile look like next to that? Have you ever thought about that? Are, are you are you a nickel praying for a dime? Or, or have you leveled up to what? You say you desire or what you believe that God has for you. See, it's 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 cool for a woman to say, well, I believe God's going to send me a king. I'm I deserve a king. But the question on the table presently is, are you a queen? You see, you can't control when this person shows up. You really can't even control necessarily if they show up to a certain extent. But you can control being a suitable mate for that person that you ideally desire. If you're not working on being a suitable mate for the kind of person you say you're trying to attract, what are you doing? What are you doing? There are some of you, the reason God has not brought this person into your sphere, uh, sphere, have you say that word? I'm from the South. Uh, God's not brought this person into your sphere is because you ain't ready. If, if they were to come into your circle right now, would they be attracted to you? Would the person you desire desire you in your present state? Because many of you have been so pre preoccupied and consumed with, you know, worrying about a mate. You've not worked on yourself. Self-actualization. Listen to this very carefully. Self-actualization is the key to attracting what you deserve. There are many of you who can't attract what you deserve because you're not projecting it. You, you say you you say you you you. OK, well, let, let's read this. If you look in Esther, Esther, chapter two, verses 15 through 17, it says now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, was come to go in unto the king. She required nothing but what Haggai, the king's chamberlain, 
uh, the keeper of the women appointed. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them that looked upon her. So Esther was taken unto King Ahasuerus into his, into his house royal in the 10th month, which is the month Tebeth in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther above all the women and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Now, when you read that whole story, you will discover that Esther went through a purification process and a perfecting process before any of this happened. Esther became uh, a queen inside and out. So she had done her personal work that when the king looked upon her, she obtained favor in his eyes because she was everything that she desired to attract. She became the female equivalent to his lordship. So if, if you're going to attract, if you're going to attract your soulmate, this person that you can see in your spirit, maybe it's even been prophesied to you. The question on the table presently is, are you becoming what you desire? Are you becoming, are you becoming what you desire? See, you, you have some work to do. You, you, you have, you have, you have work to do. Just running around talking about, you know, uh, ain't enough men in the world. Um, last time I checked, God ain't got no shortages. God can create something out of nothing. God can make a way out of no way. The, the question is not, is God able to raise up a man that will see you and love you? The question is, are you the woman that that man you say you want is looking for? Have you maximized? Have you actualized? Are you your best version? Because I guarantee you, the man you ideally see in your mind is a man that is going to be attracted to the to your best version. And when I say your best version, I'm not talking about some some uh, man or some group or some organization saying, OK, this is what you need to do. No, no. There's an image that you have on the inside of you that comes from God that you have not worked on. There's a checklist, the excellence list pertaining to you that God has put in your heart that you have not worked on and you, you, you need to work on it because you have to perfect that internal list to be able to attract what it is you say you desire. Oh, praise the Lord. Number three. Okay. We're talking about attracting your soulmate. Number one, we said um, you have to evaluate your attractions because sometimes you attracted to the wrong stuff. You still you still fiddling around playing with the, the wrapping and you, you're not attracted to the content, the values in the content. Uh, number two, we said you have to become what you what you want, what you desire, what you desire. Uh, number three, here's a big one right here. This is where I'm. I might get into a little trouble. You got to be available. Now, let me burst a lot of y'all's bubbles right now. 
Ain't enough men. There ain't enough men in the world. I just don't know what in the world going on. I can't. The God like he ain't going to never send my. Well, stop lying on God because 90, 90 plus percent of you all don't leave your lives uh, available long enough for anybody to show up. You out of you, which is which is symbolic of your broken consciousness. You out of one shipwreck of a relationship into another one, into another one. You piling soul ties up on top of soul ties. So if if the right man did come around, you would you would never be available because you always have some ridiculous uh, situationship that you've gotten yourself in. And you've been doing this for the last 10, 15, 20 years. You, you don't even really, a lot of you all, I know it's not everybody. I know it's not everybody. But a lot of you all, the majority of you, have not allowed your lives to be available long enough to, to honestly be able to say God has not done it. You think, you think God's going to send a king into your life when you round here got soul ties with clowns, jesters? Do you honestly think that God's going to orchestrate and send the kind of man you ultimately say you want and you around here uh, side chicken and, and, and uh, you know, giving wifey benefits to a fool that hadn't even given you a promise ring. Do you think that God is going to actually send a man into a mess like that? You got to be available. You ain't been available, hon. You haven't been available. You've been preoccupied since high school. And everything you've been preoccupied with has been the product of your flesh. You keep making all of these fleshly choices and you all want to push back on me when I'm trying to tell you that maybe y'all place, placing too much emphasis on this look stuff and you won't start talking to me about, you know, you'd rather be alone and be, be with him. I'm ready to be, in the, be alone and be with a man that I, I don't like the way he look. Well, let's see how that work out for you in about 20 years. Let's see if that's real then, because see all this look stuff, you know, I was thinking about this just uh, just the other day. Uh, Y'all got this rating system where you rating people. This person is a five. This one is a six. This is seven. This eight, nine. And this one is a ten. That that's cute. You know, when when you're in your 20s, I suppose. It's a little less cute when you're in your 30s. It may work sometimes in your 40s, but see people in their 50s and 60s and 70s, you know, about talking about no rating system. At that point, you got to know that the individual you are with ministers to your mind or ministers to your emotions is in sync with your will and knows how to make love to your mind. You ain't talking about no looks and what size is and how much money he got. Sometimes, okay, you just got to be available. If you're going to attract uh, your soulmate, you're going to have to be available. You're going to have to stop being so desperate that you just accept any and everything and you don't know how to have a season of aloneness in your life. You got to be alone for a man to find you 
and claim you. You can't be in the hands of another man with all of these ridiculous situationships you, you're creating and then wondering why you, you, you at a certain age and you haven't your husband hadn't shown up yet. Maybe he's shown up two or three times. But every time he shows up, you you in the hands of another man. That, you know, God didn't give you. And in Psalms 37, four and five, it says, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. He says, delight yourself also in the Lord. Find your fulfillment and your happiness in God. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, the way you live your life. Let God dictate that. Would you be in the, in the situation you in now if you had listened to God? Let me answer that for you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But you've been governing your life, your romantic life, according to your flesh. And in some cases, you've locked God out of the decision process, the decision making process. He says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. See, you, you can't you can't stay available and wait and be alone unless you're actually trusting God. See, wives wait. Girlfriends go for anything. As long as you keep jumping up, hopping and going with every little little, little dude pass by and, and wink at you, yeah, you going, you, you're going to be a forever girlfriend. Wives analyze, prioritize, and they wait. They look at the situation and say, no, that ain't no husband now. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, I know. I know my, my clock is ticking. I know. I know. I know. I'm washed up. God bless you. God bless you. I'll wait. Because there's a time and a season to every purpose under the heavens. And, and could it be that you've missed every season because your time was always preoccupied with the wrong people? Listen to what the Bible says in Luke 21 and 19. It says, in your patience, possess ye your souls. Why do you keep running behind all of these people? And why is your life always preoccupied with people that God didn't ordain? It's because your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, your soul is broken. So your thoughts are off. Your will is subjugated by clowns and crowns and your emotions are fragile. And because of this, you, you waste your life and your time partying and partying and entertaining wrong people while the right people are passing by and won't even approach because you're preoccupied. You got to be available. You got to be available. And, and let me just drop this on you. There's no such thing as, you know, you, you, it's time for you to be desperate because you're a certain age. Bay, let me tell you something. I've married people literally in their 60s for the first time. Married a woman in her 60s for the first time. Who, who refused to compromise, wasn't going to have all them different men in and out of her bed, 
wasn't going to allow all of these uh, clowns and crowns to come in and wreck her life. She decided, I'm just going to work on me. I'm going to work on my relationship with God. I'm going to work on my career and I'm going to keep a pleasant and nice spirit and attitude. And I'm going to wait on God to send me my husband. And he did. Number four. Number four. While you're waiting and you're, you're remaining available, marry your purpose. You want to be married so bad, marry your purpose. Because, watch this, listen to this very carefully. Purpose is the foundation of soulmate relationships. You don't need a soulmate without purpose. In fact, about it, a soulmate relationship is uh, the merging of purpose. It's where he has a purpose and you have a purpose and those purposes um, match and you bring you bring you bring the two purposes together and voila, it becomes a pair. You become more together than you ever would have been apart, but you go together. It's not an it's not a Nike shoe trying to pair it with an Adidas. No, no. It's a it's a it's a left Nike shoe, um, white, size eleven. Paired to the same style Nike shoe, white, size 11, but a right. And you bring those two together. Now you can put them in the box. But how do you know they go together? Both of them have the, the purpose of each is clearly defined. If you want to develop the kind of energy that attracts a soulmate, marry your purpose. Purpose is the foundation of soulmate relationships. God brought marriage to the table between Adam and Eve because God also gave them shared mission. Your soulmate will share your mission and vice versa. You, the both of you will feed one off of the other and you will make each other better. A soulmate relationship between a man and a woman is a partnership. There's no boss. It's a partnership with clearly defined roles. But you don't know who fits into your life until you have mastered your purpose. You don't know who you belong to until you have mastered your purpose. Are you going to tell me that God is you, you think that God has designed a system where you submit your life to a man that's going to wreck your purpose and stifle your purpose and stop you from fulfilling the, the, the very thing that God put you on this planet to do? Listen to what the Bible says in Genesis 2 and 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet somebody that's of the same making that has the same mission and purpose that can help him. How do you know what he needs to help him? You only know that when you know what God has given him to do. The woman only know only knows what man she may belong to based on who fits the thing that God created her to do. 
I hope I'm making sense here. Number five and finally, watch this. These are just my thoughts. You got to trust God completely. Can I tell you, if you if you're really searching for your soulmate and if you really want to attract rather your soulmate, you got to trust God completely, man. Going back to the previous point about being available, you know, why, why are, why are we not available? It's because we don't trust God completely. And we're trying to, we're trying to fabricate a move of God. We're trying to make it happen instead of sitting back, doing what we can do, managing what we can manage and trusting God to do the rest becoming the best version of ourselves and then trusting God to bring, trusting God to bring someone into our lives who recognizes and sees us. You got to trust God completely. Listen to what the Bible says um, in Proverbs three, five through seven. He says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Watch this. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Now, when he starts talking about not being wise in your own eyes, you know what he's talking about there? Stop taking your little thoughts, you know, and your little systems that you've used all of these years and they've always failed and step in and try to help God out. Stop putting your fingers in it. Actually, step back and trust God to bring the person into your life. Remain available, remain approachable, uh, you know, being a position in in a circle be where kings gather be where queens gather but trust god refuse to participate anymore in this system that says i gotta make this happen my time is running out i'm desperate you gotta trust god and you gotta say to god listen i'm your child And I know that you made me for you, but it was you that said it's not good for man to be alone. I'm not I'm not I I, I believe that my life could be enhanced with the right person. But, Father, I'm contenting you. But I'm asking you, I'm trusting you to bring the right person into my life that will enhance my life. And then you got to just you got to lean on that. You can't you can't keep vacillating. You can't come out of that saying, well, I trust God to bring the person. And then next thing you know, you 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 own every new dating site that you can find. And you all out in the street, half dressed, flaunting your body before a bunch of vicious animal like persons. And then say, I'm trusting God to bring my soulmate. Well, not based on your behavior. These are just some thoughts that I had on the subject, and I thought I would share them with you tonight. 
because I know that there are a lot of you that are really believing God. You want the real thing. You want the real thing. It wasn't until I trusted God and I actually heard God on the matter relative to the choice of a woman. It wasn't until then that I really saw Lisa. And Lisa is the first relationship that I made because I heard the voice of God. Rest were driven out of, you know, other things. But when you when you put yourself in a position where you actually trust God, God will prove himself to be trustworthy. And so um, I, I hope you got something out of this. These are just my these are just some of my thoughts. And um, I hope that uh, something was said that helps you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. And now, God, I I commend and I commit all of these into your hands. So many, dear God, are hurting right now. Feeling all kinds of ways like they've wasted time, made mistakes based on some of the things we've talked about. God, bring them to a place of calm. Have them to understand, God, that you are the God of another chance. And there's no such thing as hopeless. And Father, I I speak now into the atmosphere. And Father, I thank you for directing soulmates into their circles. God, show them where they need to tighten up to get ready and prepared. And God, I thank you for directing, connecting men and women together, Father, that are ordained to be together. I thank you for it. I thank you for it. I give you praise and I give you honor in Jesus' name. I really pray that you got something out of this tonight. All my voice is leaving me. My God. Now, listen, don't forget to stop by my website, rcblakes.com and um, uh, sign up for my email list. I need you on my email list. If you've not registered for this is um, after October 2020, uh, this does not apply any longer. But we're having Kingology, the cyber conference in October And I want you to have your, I want you to get your boyfriends, your husbands, your sons, your nephews. If your brother's on here, get your friends. I need you to pile up on, uh, on the, the cyber site and I'm going to pour into the brothers one day. I want, I think it's October the 10th, if I'm not mistaken. I want you there. I want you to go to the site, rcblakes.com and register. Queenology, uh, the second part, the training for reigning happens in December. We're closing the year down with Queenology, the cyber conference. So either one of those, I need you to get to the website and register, register now. Don't forget to stop by Amazon, pick up uh, any or all of my books. It, it will, it, it will be a blessing, you know, to you. I know it will. God has downloaded so much revelation into my spirit. I have more books that are coming out next year. Uh, I just thank God for that grace. Uh, those of you that may need uh, counseling of any kind, check out my um, description. And there's a link for uh, a company, a counseling uh, agency rather, that is called BetterHelp. And they sponsor 
uh, my ministry and I in turn send people that need professional counseling to them. When you use that link, uh, it will also afford you 10% off of the cost of counseling and they in turn uh, pour back financially into the ministry. If that's something that you think you need, uh, check them out. I believe that it'll be a blessing to you. Now, I'm I'm about done. My voice is gone. I appreciate you for your time. Uh, if if you've not if you've not liked this video, I need you right now to like this video. I need I need every one of you. If 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 I've done my job, I want you to at least give me a thumb on this video. I thank God for all of you that uh, sow into my life and Lisa's life. I appreciate you with all of my heart. I, I'm so thankful for you. And just know this, Lisa and I are always praying for you and you're on top and you're going higher. God has more in store for you. Until next time, I'm R.C. Blakes. I'll see you real soon. They didn't believe me. They did not believe me when I told them I was coming with something for the brothers. Everybody said, oh, no, he's too committed to queenology. He's too committed to the women. He's not going to deal with the men. Well, how can I raise up a tremendous generation of queens and not have an interest in empowering their kings? That would be unfair to the queens. So queenology now has the companion of Kingology. I've written the book, Kingology, even have the study guide to go along with it. But guess what? Guess what's getting ready to happen? We are getting ready to have Kingology, the cyber conference. I'm not trying to do two days like I would with the women because you know how we brothers are. We have a short attention span. I'm doing one day and I'm inviting you, your homeboys, your sons, your nephews, your uncles, your fathers, your pastors, your friends to be a part of Kingology, the cyber conference. We're going to get a perspective on what manhood really is, not what the world taught us, but what does God say about manhood? What is classical manhood? What do I need to do as a man to level up to be a kingdom man? Uh, to be a king, not a clown in a crown, but an authentic king. I want you to get ready to meet me on the cyber platform as we discuss these issues. Kingology, the cyber conference is going to change lives, the lives of men all around the world. Yes, men from around the world will be a part of this conference. I want you to be there. Get to the website now, register. I want to see you in Kingology Cyber. I am called to do great things. Yeah, yeah. I am called to be a king. To be a king. I am a king. I am a king. Hey. Yes, I am a king. Walk by faith and not by sight. I can do
Hello, this is Lisa Blakes, and I'm just so excited to be able to share some great news with you. As some of you know, my husband and I have been um, had the mandate upon our lives to really just empower women all over the world. We have been moving around the United States, and actually we're planning to go internationally with the Queenology movement. And that movement has been empowering women everywhere. And really, that movement started with me. That move, movement um, empowered me to become the queen that I am today because God just really allowed my husband to have a gift where he can really pour into broken women and really just build women back up to where their their lives are supposed to really be, to be the queens that we were created to be, that God created us to be. And so we've he's written the book Queenology and we've done the study guide and now what I want to encourage you all to really partake in is the Queenology online program. It is amazing. Women are being blessed. Women are being transformed all over the world as a result of becoming a part of taking part in this online program. I'm telling you, it's a really uh, an opportunity to really take the book and to take the lessons and to really make it come alive. You have a, a, a tangible um, process in which to use to be able to bring everything that he is teaching to life. You can participate. He even has a Queenology online study guide where you can download the PDF. When you purchase the online program, you can download the PDF and you can write along, write with it and really participate just like you were at school. And I don't know about you, but you know, some people just learn better that way. So listen, I want to encourage you right now. If you have not gotten that online program, go to rcblakes.com and get that online program. Guess what? Right now, it's at 50% off. How amazing is that? 50% off just for you. So hurry and get to the computer, get to your device, Get to rcblakes.com and purchase that online program. You may even know somebody that is dealing with some insecurities as a woman, um, allowing things to happen to her that should not be happening to her, That who does not recognize the queen that God has created her to be. You know what? This would make a perfect gift for that woman. You know, sometimes we can talk to people as friends and we can pray for them, but sometimes it just takes another voice that really can reach deep into that person to make the change. And I believe that my husband is that person. I believe that this online program will bless their lives. So why don't you get it for somebody as a gift to cheer them up even in this season? I want to encourage you one more time. Just get it. 50% off rcblakes.com. I know it will bless your life.